Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 208 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Um, And it's been another week. It has been. Uh, like I, I said to Matt before this, not a lot of news happened, mm-hmm. uh, even though we had a week and a half's worth of news time. So I don't know. I, I mean, it's just that time of year where, it you is. know, video game. I mean, video games are literally coming out at this point, so yeah uh yeah so i mean we can get we can get into the news we do have i guess um two two separate pokemon announcements happened uh the one the one that happened last week was much larger and it was like uh i don't even remember how much it was like a seven to 15 minute video that just showed like pokemon gameplay um, and it had some stuff in there. The stuff that I uh, actually mattered, I wrote down, which was that uh, Girafferig can evolve into Farigarath. Okay, yeah. Which, nice. because Girafferig had the weird, like, alive tail on the end that, like, takes over the head and then, like, looks like it's, like, eating the head. It's really weird. Um, so it looks more like a giraffe neck, like a long giraffe neck that just has like a weird chain chomp hoodie on or something. I don't know that that Pokemon seems all right. And that was actually literally the first Pokemon I saw get leaked and there was a screenshot of it and this was it. So that's cool. Um, some other stuff that uh, people may not have known before. Uh, TMs, you can craft them now, uh, so you, like, find materials out in the world, and you get, like, bits of Pokemon, Monster Hunter style? Okay. Uh, I I don't, you just, like, find those out in the world, and then you, uh, can craft a bunch of the same TMs, so it's, like, before where you can use TMs, you can actually get multiples of every TM, in theory, um, but you just have to work for it, so I guess that they're kind of meeting people halfway between hey every tm you can use infinite times and you can only use them once and then you're fucked forever hmm. uh so they're meeting people halfway i guess uh they showed a weird bizarre thing that you can go on picnics with your pokemon now and uh in those sequences it showed that you can like kind of like give your pokemon a bath like shoot him with water and then like suds him up a little bit so this is clean if you want so this is just like the brushing that was in it a few games ago and it's just like a way to raise like your like friendship with them friendship yeah but you can also make sandwiches in like a mario party mini game where you like put the stuff on the sandwich Okay. And that, like, depending on how sick it is, do you get different buffs for your Pokemon or whatever? Um, And then they just open up the picnic basket and they're like, oh shit, there's a Pokemon egg in here. I wonder what it'll hatch into. Ha ha. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who put the Pokemon egg in the basket? Uh, So it is unclear whether or not like that was your Pokemon had secret baby and put it in the picnic basket or if like you find eggs in the picnic basket at random. Uh, So that was kind of weird. And um, the U.S. version of this trailer, because there's this different footage between the U.S. and the Japanese version, the U.S. trailer accidentally showed a bunch of Pokemon that they had not released yet or shown yet like on the mini map and a bunch of other areas awesome. uh i believe they removed it now but it also was running 
at a way lower frame rate than the Japanese version of the trailer, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, and so people were like having debates about that and stuff. And it's like, man, uh, the games, they're at different places in development. The trailers get filmed at different times. Uh, like, oh, well, and who knows? It might have just been like just the processing of the video. I mean, it, yeah, it, it could have been that as well. So it could have been a lot of things, but it was, it was just one of those weird instances where it's like, Oh, this is not the same trailer at all. Like it is this showing the same information, but with different footage. Yeah. Uh, and so like, it was just really weird to see the extra Pokemon that were in it. I feel like Pokemon does this all the time and they accidentally leak stuff every single time. Yeah, the Pokemon they leaked were cool. I can't remember all of them now, but one of them was like a weird little mouse that looked like it was made of cheese. Mm. And I was like, that's a little cute little guy. Uh, and then, so that was all for, for that uh, last week. It's just, you know, like, hey, more of the game. This week they did, they revealed one of the gym leaders whose name is Iono, and she is the electric gym leader. Uh, and the first video they put out a couple days ago, she just was like, she is a streamer. And so she was just like doing a video of like reading comments that people were fake posting in the thing. Um, and then it was like, hey, can you guess who my ace Pokemon is? Like, whatever. And it showed like the silhouette of Pikachu very clearly. And I was like, what the fuck? That's just Pikachu. Uh, and then today they put it out and we're like, no, it's this new frog electric Pokemon called Belly Bolt, who again showcases that i think the designs of this gen are sick <laughs> he a little frog guy and he like he's he's very round he's very round but he like he's got weird side eyes and i don't know if those are his real eyes or if the two yellow things above his weird little smiley mouth are his eyes i don't know he's all right i like this guy i hope he evolves into something uh but he seems fun i don't know he looks a little cute little guy that's fun i just want i just want that but like twice as big you know like exactly yeah that's what <laughs> uh and yeah so he's like a fun smiley guy and he's electric type uh so that's that's cool um they also they've been released when they show the these new pokemon like officially they've been releasing their abilities with them i didn't read what his two abilities were i remember thinking that uh Fergaraffs were like kind of busted mm. being like the especially the secret ability i was like what the fuck that's crazy i don't remember what it was now i just remember thinking like oh that seems absurd uh but yeah i, I don't know uh people really hate iono's design because she's a streamer and uh she like has weird like magnemite hair pins I don't care. Whatever, man. Yeah, I never liked the design of, like, the people in Pokemon anyway. No, I don't either. Um, but you can watch the video of Iono using your boy, Belly Bull, in battle. And he, he you know, he just, he hopping around. He fun. I don't know. It just looks, so the, I, I am looking at it now. It looks like she's wearing a jacket that's, like, five sizes too big for her. Oh yeah, it's, definitely. She's got like a tie on her leg. It's fuck. She she's weird, but I, whatever. I don't know. The Pokemon designs crushing it for me. I like them mm -hmm. a lot so far. So they're fun, and I can't wait to see all of the rest of them when the game comes out, or the few that they choose to show before the game comes out. Well, and like I said, they've been doing like one very small reveal a week usually. So like usually we're at least probably going to get a Pokemon a week. Well, we're um, what a month away at this point, basically. 
Uh, yeah, like a month and oh, maybe five days. Okay. Yeah. So we probably have like four or five more reveals. <laughs> yeah, and um, I still know of one major like system that they did not announce yet, and I think it would be really cool if they didn't, and people saw that for themselves. Mm. So that would be like a fun surprise. I think it would be really cool. Uh, so yeah, Pokemon continues to happen. Uh, Need for Speed. We said they were going to have an announcement of their next game. And it is called Need for Speed Unbound, and it is being made by Criterion, and it releases December 2nd, and it is like all other EA games are starting to be now, where it's only for the PS5, PC, and Xbox Series X. Uh, I don't want to like like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like It seems cool. They showed a whole 30-second gameplay teaser. Uh, well, let's see the actual game you know like i just i can't trust anything before. i don't know the part that i don't like is that uh, the rapper aesop rocky is like their weird front man and he is garbo mm. as a person and as a rapper so like uh, that that's whatever but the uh, did you watch the trailer for it i didn't know oh it like has a really weird, i don't even know how to describe the aesthetic like it like it has these like comic book effects almost like coming off the cars in a way that like, I think looks really cool, but like, I don't know how that will like translate into gameplay. Cause like their initial release trailer was basically just like weird cutscenes and like pre-rendered cars driving around the 30 seconds of gameplay just like looked like, yes, this is a car game. Right. Right. Uh, and because it was only like 34, 35 seconds, there's not like a lot to go from. It looks cool. It does look cool, though. Like, I think the aesthetic of it is neat. And like, they're trying to go for a stylized thing. And it very, very much is like Need for Speed Underground style of like, hey, this is like street racing underground car shit. Yeah, I agree. It is. It's like Need for Speed, but like comic booky. It's it is a very interesting art style, but if it's like it's like comic book, if it's like cyberpunk, it's like a cyberpunk. Yeah, it's just it was really strange. And like, I I thought it was a striking Mm -hmm. thing and like it looks interesting. But then, like we talked about last time, I need for speed hasn't had the greatest track record recently. And I know they're like they're like, oh, but this time it's Criterion now. And it's like, well, like the people who made Criterion Criterion left and made their own studio. So like this is. Does that matter? I don't know. I hope it's good. Um, I I would like that. Yeah. I think that's cool. I also think it's inter- it's it's cool that they were like, hey, we're announcing this in like early October and comes out in two months. Whatever. I I wonder if that's a bad sign as well, though. Because then they weren't like trying to push it, right? Like, there's no marketing push. It's just like an I I maybe the hope is that the the game's aesthetic will sell itself i don't know it'll it's interesting yeah maybe i I do i do think it's a neat aesthetic but this is one where like i wouldn't just run out and buy it i would definitely wait to see like how people feel about it because like i would love to like a i would i would love to have a cool racing game this holiday season well even then i think like with ea access we should get like a 10 hour trial in theory yes so. yeah so in theory i mean people will be able to try it if they have uh game pass and stuff so i don't know mm-hmm. it, it, it looks cool like that that's all i have it like i, I don't know it just yeah it, it is weird that it comes out in two months and also that their quote-unquote gameplay trailer was 30 seconds right like why not just like show what it is and it is it is another like open world drive from event to event game uh so 
people know what that's like. So they, the driving is really what matters, you know, and like how are the cars as, as a play. So I don't know. It could be neat. I, I am hopeful. I hope that it is. It turns out well. Uh, and then the final big thing uh, is that the Nintendo had the Mario movie Nintendo Direct and they released the teaser trailer. Um, and it is mo- it was mostly Jack Black as Bowser. And I, I think he does a pretty good job being Bowser. I, I thought it was fun. Does a good job. They like the him and his Koopalings attack a snow area and like fight some penguins. That's it's fun. Right. And then, uh, it just like cuts to the mushroom kingdom and Mario's like sleepy and waking up. And then Keegan, Michael key as toad yells at him in a pretty good toad voice, I think. And, uh, then he just kind of like talks in his normal voice, but with a slight Brooklyn accent for five seconds. Of course. And yeah. That's it. Um, so I, I don't know, maybe he didn't talk long enough for us to hear his sick, fake Brooklyn accent, but it mostly out of all the words he said, seemed kind of just like he was doing his own voice. Uh, and oh, sorry. Then there was like the post teaser teaser where it was Luigi with his ass on fire and it was Charlie day, just like moaning a little bit. Okay. So you don't really, you don't really get a sense of that it's just you you're like oh yeah that's that sure is charlie day like moaning in pain Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i i do think jack black does very well as bowser in that trailer i do think that uh keegan michael key did make a weird toad voice that i enjoyed uh yeah i just thought it was bizarre because chris pratt was like going out in all these interviews saying like i've worked so hard on my mario voice it's like I've channeled all this passion. It's going to be unlike anything you've ever heard before. <laughs> Fucking get ready for this. And then it was just like his normal voice. And I was like, man, you can't do that. You can't say that. I'm wondering if that's going to really just like not hearing the traditional Mario voice. If that's just going to like I, just take me out of the movie completely. It is. It, it, if it's, it's just weird. Right. I, I don't know. And it's one of those things where like the plot is still not very clear. Right. Like Mario, the last line Mario says in the trailer is mushroom kingdom. Here we come as if he's like never been to the mushroom kingdom. It, it just seems weird. I, I like, I, I don't know what the plot is. Well, and then there's still like, it's an origin story. maybe. Perhaps. Uh, and then like, you know, there's other characters that, they announced would be in this that they did not show at all. Like Anya Taylor joy is princess peach and Seth Rogen is donkey Kong. Um, and so like those characters didn't show up at all. And I, I fully expected it to be like Bowser kidnapping peach, like at the beginning of a Mario story, but it wasn't even that it was just Jack black really hamming it up to dunk on some penguins. So like, and it was funny. I thought it, I did. I laughed. Uh, and like as expected, the animation looks very good. It's the it's Illumination, the studio that makes Despicable Me and all the Minion stuff. So like, they just are good at animation. So it just it looks good. And uh, like the render of Mario leaked a little bit beforehand because like McDonald's put up some fucking advertisement for it somewhere, and someone got a picture of it. Uh, and people were like, "This render looks a little off," and it's like. 
it kind of does, but also if when it's in motion, you're like, it doesn't fucking matter. There's just like something weird about it where it's like, it doesn't look exactly like Mario's face in the games. Like it's a little bit more like human like and emotive, which makes sense right. in this style of animation. So like in the, in the context of the movie, it looks fine. But when you look at stills, it's like staring at the uncanny Valley where you're like, I know something is wrong with this. <laughs> I just don't know what it is, but when it was in motion, I was like, oh, I don't even notice that at all. Um, so, yeah, that that comes out uh, in April. I, I don't remember. It's like April 23rd or something. I, th- yeah, I think it was I, delayed. It was like supposed to come out this December, maybe, potentially. But then they said, yeah, it's like the end of April. April so. 7th, it looks like. Oh, okay. Beginning of April then. Yeah, I don't know. It I, it should be a fun movie. I, I think like at the worst, it'll just be like, oh, yes, this is like a, it's an animated film with Mario. I do think I the know. Sonic movie has like kind of raised the bar of what these movies can be. Yeah, um, I, I also think that uh, hopefully they, they do a good job. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so I, I thought of this and I, I didn't like look it up. Like, Japanese people don't give a fuck about Chris Pratt voicing Mario. Well, Chris Pratt is n- not going to be the voice actor, right? Aren't they well, yeah. So, own? like, who is the who is the voice actor in Japanese? Like, do people care about this? Is that is that the guy who voices Mario? What if it's just like the actual guy? Like, does Charles? And then I thought about it. Does Charles Martinet just voice Mario in Japan? Also, I, I have no idea. Uh, so like I have no idea, but like obviously it's going to be Japanese people in the Japanese movie. So like, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, you know, he, Charles Martinet. They could have cast him, but they didn't. You know, wasn't well, he in the movie or no? They said that he is. That's what. Oh I'm yeah, talking. he also he also is for the Japanese version of the game. Okay, that's okay. All right, sure. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It'll be a Japanese guy that's that's gonna be really weird then what do you mean because like Mar- mario's out there in japanese being like it's a me a mario wahoo and then he's gonna be speaking japanese mm, that's true is that weird i don't know it's just it's a weird thing and now that that nintendo like has their own studio thing people are like freaking out and clamoring for a fucking zelda show did you see all the fan posters of like uh, I, Tom Tom Holland as uh, as Link and shit that were going around? I did, and can't yeah. can't video games just be video games? Movies be movies, and you know books be books. Like, do they have to no. merge? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's how it works now. <laughs> okay, you're right. Not nothing can stay contained, and it all just ends up being like mediocre and okay. Yes. Great. Exactly. Great. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure Nintendo will make a bajillion dollars off this. So. Right. Right. Um, I'm just saying, like, video games, like, just don't work well with movies. Maybe TV shows some, but like, especially Zelda, does that need to happen? I don't know. No, not really. Uh, but I did see someone make a hilarious speculation that will not happen, but I would love it if it did. Is th- at the end of this movie, there's a post credit sequence where someone comes and tells Mario that they're trying to start the Super Smash Brothers initiative. Okay. And that he needs to join. And then 
they'll keep making other things and then eventually they'll make the super smash brothers movie (laughs) i like that idea i love that idea i would i would i would be down for that i can almost guarantee that's not gonna happen but i'm 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 here for it you know so they'll make 40 fire emblem movies ask them all to join sure uh all the pokemon i'm sure yeah all the pokemon Mm-hmm. Solid Snake, just get him married. <laughs> well, that Metal Gear Solid uh-huh. movie apparently is moving along sure. with Oscar Isaac as Snake. So it's only been in development for since like the first Metal Gear Solid came out. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm sure it's like almost done. Yeah, sure. Uh yeah, and that's really all uh, all the stuff. I did that see that. Uh, Miles Morales is getting ported to the PC. Somewhere it, it is it, like it, it like a date was announced. I didn't really pay attention to it because I didn't really care. It's like very soon, November eighteenth. No, and then also I did see a an extended uh, gameplay of uh, Dead Space, but I don't I don't want to watch it. Like I, at this point, like I know I'm going to buy the game, so I just kind of want to experience it for myself, you know? Yeah. So. So, but that was basically it. Which, as I said, I mean, like this week especially, there there's probably like four or five like major games coming out in the next like week. So, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's game time now. So, oh, I did cancel my pre order for Arkham Knights. Oh, did you? I was like, I can't pay seventy dollars for this mm-hmm. right now, and uh, the it just. I don't know. I got to wait and see. I did see it. also that it was announced that that is going to be locked at 30 frames. Uh, consoles, yeah, that, so. that sounds about right. But yeah, I was like, I watched the most re- one of the most recent gameplay trailers and I was like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that it was one of the $70 games and I was like, eh, eh, <laughs> I could just afford not pay this right now yeah i was like i could just like not do that because um bayonetta's coming out in a couple weeks yeah exactly and like uh, uh the day before arkham knights uh rayman uh raving rabbits Ra- action uh, so like a, a plague tale is coming out in between that those two i think as well or right before which that's on game pass i know you're not gonna play it but i'm excited for that uh, no, yeah, but like I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I I would much rather just be like I know I'm going to enjoy rabbits, right. so like just play that right. instead. Because I would have just like bounced between the two and then been like, uh, you know what, it sucks. Now I have I to play like play... Gotham Knights. Yeah, now I have to play Bayonetta because like that. There's no world where you don't play that. Oh, so I we can talk about that for a second. Okay. Did you watch the Bayonetta trailer? No, I didn't. That they just put out? No. Dude, that game is buck-ass wild. Like, right. I, the Japanese, again, the Japanese trailer is different than the English one. The Japanese one was insane. Like, in the first three seconds, the Statue of Liberty gets destroyed and its head is, like, falling off. And I was just like, I can't, I can't wait to play this game. I can't. And it looks like maybe there is like a multiverse thing going on and there is more than one Bayonetta. Sure. At a time. And then they like also what did another thing where they showed Viola, the girl who is just Virgil. Apparently she is an Umbra witch in training and has not earned like as cool of powers as Bayonetta. So that's why she only has a sword, but she also has a giant cat spirit that attacks for her. It's the Cheshire cat. And it just, 
the whole thing i was just watching and i was like this is glorious i cannot i cannot wait to fucking play this stupid fucking game because it's so stupid and i can't wait i do do japanese companies not realize that the internet is worldwide and like these trailers are I, like everyone can see them like it's not any yeah i don't i don't know it was just really weird because i watched the english one just assuming they were the same right. and then i saw someone say like yo dog the japanese one is way wilder check that shit out and i did and i was like oh it is definitely way wilder see that's another game like do i need to see the trailer i already know what bayonetta is i already know i'm gonna get it so no but what i loved about it is like it's not even one of those things where it's like is this spoiling anything because right. like i don't know what's happening yeah, at any given moment in that trailer right. it makes no sense it, it, you, you just get hyped i was just like this shit looks sick mm-hmm. And then there was like a side scrolling like stealth sequence portion that was happening and I was like what what is happening in this fucking game. So yeah, I'm I can't wait for that to finally come out and it does look like Platinum put all their bucks into that. Sweet. Hopefully Nintendo like slid a few dollars as well. So. Oh yeah. They're not they're not going to let that mm-hmm. let that slip. So. Nintendo's having a great year. They are. Um, so yeah, we can get into what we have been playing. I didn't really play anything this week. I did play like an hour of Disney Dreamlight Valley right before the podcast. Okay. Uh, but nothing, it wasn't enough to like talk about it. So cool. <laughs> I won't. It's like Animal Crossing, but with Disney characters. Uh, I can get into what I've been playing. I've been playing just like the three, the same three games. I did finish Saints Row this week, and I was very excited about that. Was it good? Uh, I really struggled figuring out if I wanted to give it two and a half stars or three stars. Because mm. the game at mo- at best was just like okay and not the most engaging. Uh, but it also was a technical mess and just like so many bugs. I can't tell you how many times like missions failed because of bugs that were way out of my control. Hmm. Um, and it, the game did have some rough checkpointing. Like it, it reminded me of like GTA, like back in like probably like four. Oh, okay. So where you're just like, I have to restart this entire mission because of like something that like out of my control. Great. So nice. Uh, it wasn't a particularly long game. It probably took me like 14, 15 hours to beat it. So okay. I was able to, to get through it. I don't know why I kept playing it, but I, I did. I was just like, I'm going to finish this. Uh, so so I did. I, I think the one thing I am excited like for the potential of them like expanding upon this premise, because like really the whole thing was just like, like, starting out like they're starting out they're creating the saints fresh and new so i would be kind of curious to see like what a saints row 2 could be in this new world but at the same time like the studio volition is just not the same that they were back when they made you know three and four right yeah like also do you think this game didn't seem to perform super no. hot do you think they're even gonna get to that that's a great question as well because like their previous game whatever it was i can't think of the name right now um god what was that name 
where you could like switch between the characters. Oh, pro- Mayhem. Agents of Mayhem. Agents of Mayhem. Uh, that game I liked more than most people, but I don't think that did well either. So like, I think this could be like, I, I don't know if we'll ever see the Volition of Old. So uh, yeah. uh, I think it's just, you know, Saints Row is a time and place thing and maybe it's time to just like move on from Saints Row. I don't I don't really know what Volition can do from here cuz you know I don't know if they have the budget to make open world games anymore. Uh yeah, and that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. So I you know it was okay. I ultimately did give it a 3. I, I I enjoyed it enough to finish it, so I was like, I'll give it at least three on uh, the the backlogged, but it wasn't great. So yeah. Uh, but the game that I just uh, I guess I'll just mention I'm still making my way through Dead Space. I I'm almost through that, but the, but the game that I'm enjoying the most is Splatoon. I like before this podcast, I was just like. I'm going to play a little Splatoon. So I ended up playing probably like four or five matches, which, which I, what I love about that is like matches are only three minutes. So. Yeah. They're only three minutes. I did that uh, a couple days right. this week where I was just like, eh, I'll just play Splatoon. Exactly. Yeah, it's something that you can hop in, play a few matches, get like, get your win, get that bonus and you're happy. Uh, I am finding that like, like I'm having to retrain my brain how to play like multiplayer shooters. Like, like I, my first thought when I see someone is go engage with them, but like now I'm starting to like run away, find where there aren't people and just like, you know, cover the map that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's way more effective. I did also switch uh, my gun again. Oh, I, I, dang. I'm not, I'm, I'm because the game doesn't really surface the gun you're using. So like, I don't really know what it is, but it's very similar to like the arrow spray. Uh, mm-hmm. But instead I, I like the, the alt is like, you get the stamp. Oh, okay. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I find that like I like that alt better than like the the one where like the arrow spray one where like you're on the bike and it explodes. Oh, I love that one so much. It's so good. So, uh, other than that, like I'm just continuing to play through play Splatoon. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I do think I'm getting a little unlucky because I'm usually in the top two, but I find that I'm losing a lot more than. Yeah, it, I don't know. It really depends. Like the, one of my last matches, I like did super well. And so did the other people on my team. And we still got like decimated. Mm. So it was one of those things where it's like, what happened? Yeah. Like, I I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's just like they got their ultimates at at the same time. And like, you know, pushed us back just enough Mm -hmm. in the last second or something. But yeah, it, it, sometimes I think sometimes it's just you get unlucky because yeah, same. Like I usually always get in the top two uh, of P or whatever the fuck. Right, um, and I don't even know what P is. That just like how much paint paint you're spraying, or like I, I that's how many paint points you get. I mean, you also get paint for killing. Yes, uh, because they explode. But yeah, so I, I just don't know how like. I I'm judging this based on the P and like I'm yeah. usually in the top two a lot. Of no, yeah, and that one. is I mean that's a good way to judge right. it um, because that is just like you are scoring the most points, right. quote unquote, for your team. So, but I do think like there are places where like maybe you're not getting a lot of points, but like you're up top and you're like sniping down below and you're you're kind of like pushing, keeping people back and letting other people 
kind of get the pee. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, like that's not a perfect way to judge like how effective you are. But I, I do think if you're consistently in the top two, yeah, like I'm, I'm probably doing something right. So. Yeah, and then it's like weird because like ranked modes are not turf war, so like they're depending on what time it is. Mm -hmm. So like that, those things are all way different. And I did just unlock like I just hit level ten yesterday, so I kind of. Oh, see, I if you played Splatoon two, you don't have to. I didn't know what that level was. You can Mm -hmm. just do it right away if you had a Splatoon two save data or whatever. See, I didn't have it. I I barely. This is the most I've probably played any Splatoon for whatever. And like. Splatoon is also weird, and it's one of those ones that you can't, like, copy in a system transfer. Mm. You, like, have to do it a different way. Like, you have to directly transfer it. You can't... It doesn't, like, cloud save for some reason. Now, is that, like, you had to get to a certain point in Splatoon 2, or, like, you had to play it for, like, 30 minutes? Uh, It just told me, like, hey, you played Splatoon 2. Oh, okay. And I said, okay, I I don't know if that was, like, because I had played enough of it or not but. I, I was fine with it i i, I don't know how much yeah. i'm gonna engage with the ranked anyway yeah i started doing ranked a little bit more um and now i'm c plus i think if i do another series of five i would be able to rank up to b mm-hmm. but i don't really care it and it depends like some of the modes i i don't like so i'll just like wait for them to be over mm-hmm. like the one where you like collect clams and like bring them back to your base i hate that one so i usually try to wait until it's the like turf control where it's like you have the whole map but you are trying to have majority paint in like this square area Mm. that the game designates and then like you just have to hold that and like you your points count down from a hundred uh and the first team to get to zero wins but uh that that's the mode i generally like there's also ones where you like uh do like tower stuff and like you control this item called the rainmaker i i don't like a lot of those other ones so i try to stick to the the turf the closest to turf war so like i can but that's disappointing to hear that the ranked is not just turf war but ranked yeah and people like people who actually play ranked like hate turf war because they you can just you can really swing it in the last like 20 seconds mm. in a way that like they claim is not competitive but like i don't care i'm just here to have fun I'm, so. like, I'm playing splatoon i'm not playing like you know like i i don't know like ballerin i mean i'm just you know I, it's a three minute thing that i'm just having fun with i that's and that's all i'm looking for and there's nothing yeah with that so mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. no splatoon has been uh you know a lot of fun so i, mm-hmm. I don't know why this one has clicked with me and the other two didn't quite as much, but here we are. I'm yeah, it's the same thing for me. Like, I just was like, oh, I really like this mm-hmm. for some reason, even though it just is Splatoon 2, basically. I mean, like, there is some quality of life stuff that I think is, like, better. It's, like, easier to change your gear and, like, do stuff like that. But even then, I'm not really doing that that much. So, like, it's... I don't know why I like it more. <laughs> like, I can't describe it. I have and no idea. I think maybe partially it's just like our age and our current situation where like it is not this big time commitment anymore. Like I can hop in and play a half hour and feel very satisfied. Mm-hmm. I am finding that like what I'm really like doing is sitting down playing about an hour. And if I jump on like around like in like a half hour on the odd to so, like 530, 730, 930, 
I can play a half hour and then it'll switch over at like eight. Oh o'clock, yeah. And then I can get like a half hour of like all, like the new maps and everything. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been trying to like time it that way as well. So yeah. Uh, but no, uh, Splatoon. And do you want to try to do a part three, something that we haven't done in probably like two months now, it feels like. I was going to say we can if you want. Okay. We're, at, we're only at a half hour, so. I've had a number of brackets uh, made for a while, so why don't I pull those up and just see uh, what I have. So I have one for 2015. I have one for 20, 2009, 2010, and 2011. Let's see, 2015. I don't remember any of these years. Okay. I know, like, off the top of my head, 2015 was the year. I think Splatoon first came out that year. Hell yeah. Uh, Rocket League. Okay. Yeah, this was a good year. Uh, okay. Let me get in here. I... And oh boy, The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, Bloodborne. That Bloodborne's definitely going to make it far. Yeah, I love Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just, I got to shuffle. Again, I always like to shuffle before we start. All right, let's start the tournament. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, right. right off the bat that's that's unfortunate yeah get fucked rocket league uh, uh, uh so right off the bat as i said it's uh metal gear solid 5 uh versus rocket league uh yeah i still think that metal gear solid 5 is one of the best action video games ever made mm-hmm. the plot the plot not my favorite especially because it's like unfinished but just like okay. the is it it's the best metal gear solid video game but it's probably yes. the worst like story yeah and like at a certain point that doesn't matter i mean you're like hooking uh the i can't even think of what the fuck they're called the weird balloons to stuff oh. all the time and like uh you know what the fuck are they called Fulton Fulton yeah. you, you fault you Fulton like dogs and horses and shit guys that you knocked out to your base uh like that part is fun but then like it just I still think about just like it was it's one of those games where you think about like can I do this and then usually you can do it mm-hmm. like can I make this horse poop on a landmine and then it will set off a chain reaction? Like, yes. Can I stop this guard from searching this porta potty I'm hiding in by playing fart sounds on my radio? Absolutely. Like just like weird, bizarre shit like that. Like you can do that. Mm -hmm. And I, that, that stuff still blows my mind. Um, Also, where Oh, D-Dog. Yeah. yeah very he good. Has a, D, D-Horse as well. Well, D-Dog has an eye patch, and I'm a big fan I know, of that, so. and that's sick. Uh, you know, the stuff with Quiet being, like, weirdly mm-hmm. sexualized and her whole situation. Isn't it really that weird with Kojima? It's not, but it was really bad yeah, when yeah. he was like, oh, no, you'll regret your words and deeds later when you find out why she has to do that. And he was like, made it some weird shit where she like has to breathe through her skin. And I was just like, Photos- but, she, but it didn't have to be that way. Like, you can't just be like, you'll regret your words and deeds. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have just not written that dumbass. 
Ah, yes. So that like that stuff was not great, but I I do think that the game itself was very good, uh, and was probably the last like true Metal Gear game we will ever get because that was what caused Kojima's whole falling out with Konami because he went ridiculously over budget and that's why most of the story stuff was cut and what was in there was unfinished. Uh, and then on the other hand, you have Rocket League, which uh, took off in a real crazy way. And I've seen more Rocket League play in the last month and a half than I've ever seen in my life mm. because my girlfriend's son still plays Rocket League and that shit's still trucking. Yeah, my cousin still plays. He's, he claims he's played like over 1500 hours. Um... Yeah, people like Rocket League and like it got bought by Epic now. So like they own Rocket League and they still do all the sick. They get like uh, branding deals to like team up with TV shows and like games and movies and stuff. So you get like, you know, the Ghostbusters car or like, oh shit, it's Vin Diesel's Charger from the Fast and the Furious is here. You get a bunch of weird little flags and stuff. And it, it you know, I watching it be played i mean it does have a bunch of modes now like it has all those modes with power-ups and stuff so like it's not just regular rocket league if you don't want to do that but that's also there they have a shitload of stadiums and stuff now i think that's really cool i like that it's still supported and it still looks really good too um did you ever watch the no clip documentary i did i that was a that was awesome i didn't even realize that they they were a company that made a soccer you know a soccer video game with cars it was called something else and it just did not work which they learned their lessons from that game yeah and it just like it it was just like this perfect culmination and it just like it came out at a perfect time with the the what the playstation plus yeah it was free on playstation plus so i think that helped out a lot but yeah it's really weird if you ever go back and look at that original game they had made it like is rocket league yes like you just look at it and it's like it is Rocket League without some of the key features that people really dug into, but it, it is that same thing. Uh, uh, and I thought that was really interesting. Yes, uh, a terrible name. I can't even remember what the previous name was. No, it like is the most generic ass yes. name. It is like cars, motor cars with soccer balls or some shit it's, like that. Like, I remember it is it like being like five or six words as well, just way too long. Uh, but either way, they they. They got it right, and I'm so happy for them. They were, they probably will be able to live the rest of their lives, you know, without worrying about finance, any financial issues. Okay, it's even worse than I thought it okay. was. It was supersonic acrobatic rocket powered battle cars. Yeah, yeah, who's gonna remember that name? <laughs> <laughs> it came out in 2008. I already so. forgot the name. It was super exactly. cars. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but either it's- way. Rocket League is awesome, but like Metal Gear Solid. Oh no, yeah, I would say Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, so for sure. Um, so yep, congratulations to uh, Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next matchup: Rock Band Four uh, versus Dragon Quest Heroes. Uh, now, neither one of us have really played Dragon Quest Heroes. I know it's like basically Minecraft. No. Uh, with... No, this is the one that's Dynasty Warriors. Oh, okay. And so I still didn't play this. This is okay. the first video game I ever returned to Amazon. <laughs> not not like because I hated it. That was a gu- that was a Gundam Breaker game mm-hmm. that I played for five minutes and said this sucks so bad I have to send it back. Dragon Quest Heroes. I I literally I thought I canceled it. And it turned out I did, but I had accidentally ordered it twice. Sweet. Awesome. So I canceled one of them and got it. And it was at a time when I was like, I shouldn't be spending this much money on video games. So I like debated it. And then I just sent it back anyways. Mm. 
Um, this apparently people really like this one. Oh, okay, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like it, it was one of the games that introduced a lot of the newer mechanics that a lot of dragon quest or dragon quest, a lot of dynasty warriors games use now. Like they introduced like, uh, the weakness systems that, uh, Hyrule warriors and stuff would go on to use. Um, and also they introduced like big guys. I, that is the dumbest thing I've ever said, but like very huge enemies to take on <laughs> with like really specific, uh, like ways to fight them. Um, I believe dragon quest heroes was the first game that did a lot of those systems. Um, and it had a lot of dragon quest characters in it that people were excited about good dragon quest music and stuff. Uh, but it's going up against rock band mm-hmm. four, which is rock band. So people know what that is. And we played it so fucking much. I do think looking back though, like, like if we're just going to talk about rock band four, it's a bad rock band game, but it's still rock band, you know, but then they did try to fix it. They you did. know, like they came out with the expansion rivals and stuff. Like it's a lot better now than oh, it was back I, then. Like it's way better. Now. Oh, absolutely. I'm just trying to th- like, it's awesome that they took the time to get all the licensing, but I'm just like, I'm thinking like, remember when you first got it and you had to go through and download all that DLC God, it was awful. That was awful. It just, like, so poorly implemented. They took out so many features, like, a lot of, like, the online multiplayer features and just so many features. And, like, they basically removed the story mode, but then it got added back on with DLC. Like, but we still love it because at the at its core, it was just Rock Band. And it, it gave us, it was an easy way to play Rock Band. So. And the thing that I think is fucking buck wild is these harmonics still puts out at least yeah. one song a week as of now. Right. And that's awesome. That that's it, crazy. That it's still supported. Although now, it, now once again, they're owned by Epic. Uh, so that's interesting that two of the, the companies that we're talking about owned by Epic. But that is, yeah, 2015. Epic's here. You know, they're getting in there. Right. Uh, so, no, I, I do think like. When it, it when we're talking about launch, Rock Band Four is the worst Rock Band, at least of like the one two. Three, oh, four. by a large margin. Uh, yes. But like it's still it's still Rock Band. We still played it. We still loved it. So yeah, I, so but I, I do want to say, say there are caveats to Rock Band Four. So yes, uh, the next one, Rarity Play versus uh, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Uh, I would like to remind you that Amiibo Festival was a top ten game of the year that in 2015. Uh, uh yes. Uh but rare sure was. uh joking aside, rare replay was just it it was I still think it's probably the best collection of video games that has been released. And it's getting a, an addition it is. next year. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I sure. for that. Adding Goldeneye to it. Yeah. Uh I it was just fantastic. They they did a great job of just kind of like bring all that stuff back even if the games are bad i still think they they took the time and it was all like lovingly crafted uh, yeah meanwhile animal crossing amiibo festival like sucks shit why does it exist like it sucks <laughs> so bad it's like mario party without the fun it, part of mario party but like also adding in that you need to buy animal crossing amiibos to even engage with it uh-huh. like get the fuck out of here with that shit it is like i i cannot believe that it was made i can't believe that they charged probably 60 dollars for this right uh yeah yeah i believe so because it came with an amiibo uh, just it's like how could they that was a ten dollar game on steam at best oh yeah i mean uh, oh god it's a bad game 
it's bad. It's so bad. Rare Replay wins yes. that by a large margin. Rare Replay also is one of those collections where it's just I look at it and I'm like, this is a lot of games that make me smile. Yes. Like it has Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, Viva Pinata, Viva Pinata Two. Uh, like I mean, even like you know, Perfect Dark, Jetpack uh, Joyride, you know, uh, Jet, uh, Jetpack Joyride. Is it, is it? Jeff Force Gemini? That's what Jeff Force. Right, right. I hate Jeff Force Gemini, and I will keep be mad about that till the day I die. That's not on there though. Or no, yes it is. Yes it is. Yes, it, yes. It is. Jetpack uh, Jetpack Joyride is a different thing that I was getting. It to. is. I do think uh, there's was, like a an Jetpack one. There is a Jetpack one. It was one of their early games. Yeah, it's like old Jetpack, dude. So. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then the next one here, Undertale versus Bastion. Ooh, Bastion that's... is disqualified. Oh, did it? Because it came out in 2011. I think this was the year it came out for PlayStation. Oh, I must have uh, messed up with that. But either way, Undertale would kick its shit in. Don't say I that. would not allow that. Don't. I love Bastion. Yes. I think it's a great game. And the narrator concept is very good. And uh, they have Supergiant has carried that on uh forever and in their games in one way or another uh and it was a fun action did you ever play bastion i i messed around with it for a little bit i should go back to it and try yeah it's a it's an okay action game i think the the plot part of it is also pretty good outside of the like the novelty of the narrator runs off pretty quick i think but like i i think the plot point is is decent and the the like action gameplay Mm. is is fun and it's not super long either i think it's like six seven hours total and it's one of those Uh, like i i know like a lot of people talked about how like everyone had a different play style everyone had a different weapon and everything yeah there was a bunch of different weapons in it in in so it's weird because like their games like even though they're all different they all use the dna from each other like hades definitely has a lot of that bastion dna like with its different weapons and the way they all play like that came from bastion right for sure um, and then Undertale is, uh, I, God, my brain's going to melt uh, <laughs> because now like Toby Fox is in everything now. Like yeah. he made, he made Undertale and it was one of the most successful video game Kickstarters of all time, but it like subverted the JRPG genre and what it was doing. It is a game that I will remember for the rest of my life. It is now a sequel slash maybe prequel i have no idea what the fuck delta rune is is being made and like he was able to hire a whole team whereas he made undertale with like him and two other people uh with like no animations really and mostly black and white uh and now he like composes literally music for pokemon games and like he does a bunch of translation for video games because he can fluently speak japanese like it's so cool that he was able to make undertale and it was like his dream and the game he originally wanted to make was delta rune so like now he's able to complete his dream because he made undertale and also is like able to do a whole bunch of really sick japanese stuff he started making earthbound fan mod games like i I don't know that's just a crazy thing to me he's like living his dream yeah i think that's really cool also undertale is just very good in my opinion it definitely just like I, I don't want to say transcended the genre, but it definitely like took that genre and like flipped it on its head. So yeah, and I I I think that's very very cool. Yes. Uh, the next one, Super Mario Maker versus uh, Batman Arkham Knight. 
Uh, I think Arkham Knight is the worst of the three Arkham games. Um, I do too, and I, I don't know, man. It's a, and I'm, it's not even because people hated the Batmobile. I didn't hate the Batmobile that much. I just like the story was disappointing. I was just, yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, I think just like who the Arkham Knight was was disappointing. Oh my god, that I was so disappointed because I called it like five minutes in. Uh, also disappointing that they they stuck to that crutch of having the Joker in it again. Uh, not Mark Hamill did an amazing job. As he did. Joker, it but, was just like, yeah, but you got to They were like, we got to shoehorn the Joker in exactly. somehow, and it's like, man, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, Batman has like he just has a cavalcade of so many different villains. Like you don't have to always have the Joker. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, Super Mario Maker though for the Wii U rules. Yeah, it's so good, and like they supported it a bunch. It went on for so long. Uh, it had the like you could unlock the different like skins for Mario and there were like over a hundred of them and stuff uh, you know they th- th- those post game updates were really cool I think and like added a lot to it but other than that it was just like you got to make Mario levels well, and people did wild crazy stuff with that and like there was a lot of concern of like oh they the idea here is great but are they going to be able to figure it out and like they were able to figure out how to like make a game so like the average person could easily make levels yeah i before this like it was just way too convoluted to like for like fan made levels like they figured it out so and so like what i think is interesting is like even in mario maker 2 like the it's still like intuitive to make levels and stuff yes. but mario maker 1 it was so much more intuitive because it's just on a touch screen yes uh, and it worked so much better. It, I mean, the Switch also has a touchscreen. It just sucks a lot more than the Wii U it, tablet, which is ironic because the Wii U tablet's touchscreen blows. But it's a terrible tablet. But like that game, like like it made the console worth it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I Super Mario Maker was very neat. Right. Uh, it it it. I think it it perfectly defines what the Wii U like the potential the Wii U had. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to move uh, Mario Maker ahead for the time. Yeah. So, uh, the next one is definitely all you. The Witcher Three versus uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> so Xenoblade Chronicles X is the only Xenoblade Chronicles game that I did not finish, okay. and I didn't even get to the good part. In fact, okay. I want this game to be ported to Switch so bad because I do not want to have to hook up my Wii U to play it. It is the one that is not it was out of time with the like trilogy of one two and three and it was the guy who makes those games he has a vision of what he the perfect video game he wants to make and it involves like being able to get super huge cool mechs right you got to play this game for 50 hours to get the mech Mm. i did not play it that long and like it, it also like it was closer to an MMO style thing where like the central plot was very like second to the gameplay portion, which is not bad per se. It's just it made it so it didn't hook me very much. Uh, I would still love to go back and play this um, because it is more about like going out and like exploring the world. And I still think it is one of the largest open worlds, period, uh, that has ever been in a video game. Really? Uh, it's fucking wild. And like, that's, you need the Mac to like explore the whole thing. And like, 
yeah, it's crazy. But it's like it's so big, but it's empty. I assume, right? Yeah, like there's not a lot to do in that world. Also, like I mean, there are enemies to fight, but like outside of that, maybe finding some like mineral deposits and stuff, it didn't have a lot. Maybe that changes a lot in the back half. I I can't say that. Um, but it it is still very cool, and it's one of the last Wii U games that has not been ported to Switch that deserves it. Like Amiibo Festival does not deserve it. Xenoblade Chronicles X definitely does. Uh, so I hope they end up doing that now that they finish their trilogy thing. I hope they'd like spend some time to do that because uh, I I think it would also benefit from being on the Switch. But it did have a lot of like things that you did with the Wii U touchpad. So I I don't really know. But um, on the other hand, The Witcher Three, mm. uh, I love unconditionally and i said recently that i can't wait for the next gen patch to come out because i will play it again it is the never-ending video game it is 800 quadrillion hours long and there's so much you can do in it the writing and the characters for me are very good i know people were put off by the movement uh and the combat i will say i admit to people i think the combat is not very good i just found a way to break it immediately and then i use that for the rest of the game uh i when i play it again i'll probably play it on a harder difficulty to force myself to actually like do the witcher stuff of like preparing for the hunt properly by like reading up on the monster and use brewing the right potions and all that kind of shit um yeah i don't know it's one of the few games where like side quests felt like they mattered because they each tell like a unique story that i wanted to give a shit about i guess i don't know it's an action rpg and i like the witcher so Yes. Okay. I, I was just kind of curious. Uh, mm-hmm. So I looked up like largest worlds. Num- the first one, like, yes, but kind of doesn't count. No Man's Sky. Oh, that doesn't count. Uh, just Cause 3 is number okay. two. Yeah. It's very large. Uh, True Crime, Streets of LA. No way. Uh, that game's so old. Uh, 2003 it came out. Uh, Death Stranding is number four. Gross. Uh, that that world sucks. <laughs> uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands is number okay. five, and then Xenoblade Chronicles X is number six. Yeah, it's huge in a way. With those other games, that seems buck ass wild that they're that big. Well, like, here's the thing: like Xeno, it's 154 square miles. Xenoblade. Yeah. Death Stranding is 230. Yeah, Death Stranding is gross though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not defending it. I don't. I personally think like the bigger the map, it that is not the worse oh, it is. Yeah, overall. That's not yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. At a certain point, it's ridiculous, especially in worlds where like you don't have like fast traversal for that. Right. Whereas like No Man's Sky, you do, but also like does that one even really count? Because it's like it's procedurally worlds, procedurally, yeah. and like a lot of the world of Death Stranding is just like weird blob land. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even like land you know what i mean right. i i don't know it like just looks stupid whereas like <laughs> true crime being that large right. I, I never played those true crime games people really liked those back then um it's wild yeah that's Top, crazy that's three all time and it, it it was on the ps2 that's impressive say that that probably like the can you imagine the fog obscuring your field of view uh, you can see like one <laughs> foot in front of you as you <laughs> I, I'm sure how, it, the fu- how the fuck is the GameCube rendering that? I'm sure the the big thing was just the, the, it was empty. 
Yeah, it's uh, now I'm getting way off track. Mm -hmm. Did you did you ever see any footage of the like San Andreas and like GTA three and Vice City like remakes recently where like because they don't have the fog and they have the full draw distance, how like back then it seemed so big because you couldn't see everything. But now you can just like see literally everything Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, this is so tiny. But also like I feel like our perception of what a large map was back then as well. Well, no, yeah, but then, like, once you put the, like, fog in right. the FOV back down, like, it does, mm. it gains a sense of scale that okay. is different. It's just really bizarre when you can, like, see the whole city. You're like, oh, hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Uh, I also yeah. think The Witcher 3 is a big game. The Witcher 3 is a very big game, yes. In in terms of, like, the world and... It's dense. Then you add, you add a second map, but it's also dense with stuff yes. and things to do and people, so... Uh, the next matchup... Uh, so, uh, The Witcher 3 is obviously moving on. It's Yes, so, it is. Yes. Uh, the next matchup is uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider uh, versus Yakuza 5. I have not played Yakuza 5, Um but I, I will say I love Rise of the Tomb Raider. It is definitely- I was going to say, I would probably say Rise of the Tomb Raider is a better game. Mm-hmm. Yakuza 5, I really like Yakuza 4. And then Yakuza 5, I liked as well. But it was one of those things where it was like... Wasn't it poorly paced? It was very... Oh my god, it was poorly paced. And then like, they introduced... Like if, because in 4, you play as a bunch of different characters, but you like them all. You play as 4 different characters. Right. They added for five, they were like, but now it's got one more character. And it's like, we didn't need to play the five <coughs> characters over here. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't need that. Uh, and yeah, it it's like really weirdly paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine, though. I mean, like it's a Yakuza game and it has a lot of stuff in it, but it's not my favorite for sure. Okay. Uh, well, I'm sure that at some point I'll have to talk about Rise of the Tomb Raider more, but for now, I'm happy moving it along. So, mm-hmm. uh, the next one is probably just going to be me because I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who played both of these. Yeah, I never played that. I would like to play SteamWorld Heist. Uh, the Order 1886 uh, versus SteamWorld Heist. Uh, the big thing with the Order was it. It was a looker. It was a great looking game, uh, but it was very shallow. It had like this. Like actually, I think both of them had like a Steam. You know, like steampunk look to them. Uh, the the big thing about the order, I remember you get to see a vampire penis. Uh, cool. Yeah. Other than that, it, it was it, it was basically just like a Gears of War clone. It was nothing special. Uh, but Steam World Heist is really cool. It's basically like XCOM but two D, and like you yeah. actually get to like aim and control. Like you get to like aim the shot as well. Um, I love the SteamWorld games, and I think the uh, SteamWorld Heist is uh, definitely up there among like the best of them. So, of those two, SteamWorld Heist is the one that I'm definitely gonna champion and push along for now. So goodbye, vampire penis. Dang. Uh, and last but not least of this like first column, and then we'll kind of get into the rest of them. Uh, Undernight uh, in birth, uh, Uniel versus uh, Shovel Knight. Uh, Uniel wins because Shovel Knight came out in 2014. Oh, 20, it, Shovel Knight was what? Just on D, DS? Yeah, it was on DS and Wii U, I think. I thought it just was a DS initially, and then it came out. And maybe that is true. Uh, 
Okay, you're right. It was definitely 2014. Uh, uh, I had it on my top 10 of 2015. It came out on PlayStation then for sure. Okay. It, you're right. It came out. Uh, it actually came out Windows and Nintendo 3DS and Wii U. So it was 2015 is when it came to consoles. So Well, it was in my top 10. Well, and I think that's why I probably did it. I do remember looking at yeah. your top 10 list. So that's probably where I got that. Uh, but we can move Uniel along for yeah. now. Uniel is a... Uh, anime fighting game that we've played and had fun with so yeah it'll lose immediately uh okay now we're moving into round two where uh we'll have a lot more of the the games but yes uh wolfenstein the old blood which was just kind of like it it's standalone but it was basically dlc uh versus metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain i I enjoy Wolfenstein the series, but it, it's not going to be like an actual real game and one that like one yeah. of, one of the best playing games of probably 2015. So, mm-hmm. uh, no, nope. uh, Old Blood. It was interesting because it was like it was basically two different DLCs put together into one package. One was just kind of very stealthy, where you were kind of going through. I want to say it was like a. It was like a Nazi Nazi encampment, and then the next one was just like Nazi zombies. It was okay. it was a shoot 'em up. Uh, so, and the whole thing was maybe eight hours. So, each DLC was about four hours each. Uh, it was enjoyable, but like I'm not gonna fight for it here. So, yeah. Uh, the next one, this is just all you. Uh, Bloodborne versus Inazuna Eleven. Uh, people know that I do not like Bloodborne very much. Right. It was my least favorite from software game of the modern era, starting with Demon Souls. Uh, I don't know the aesthetic of like weird, like Lovecraftian horror and London setting is cool, and like it's very fast paced. That was what I didn't like about it as much. Uh, I do still think it's cool, and I understand why people like it. Inazuma Eleven Go Chronostones is what I bought my modded European 3DS for. Uh, and I streamed, and it's how I gained a uh, following. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is okay <laughs> as an Inazuma 11 game. It is wild, and you like travel through time. Uh, it's very anime. It's very ridiculous. Um, but in terms of like a good game, Bloodborne is a is good, and it is better than Inazuma 11. Which one do you like better? Like, I like Chrono Stones better, but I like. I can't in good conscience say that Bloodborne doesn't beat it in this because like one, I know Chronostones is not going to win overall, but also I just think like, I don't know, man. Chronostones was where like it literally the, I bought the European version. It sold like in, it didn't even sell like over 10,000 copies in Europe. So they didn't even bother translating the final game in that trilogy. Right. So, uh i like it a lot. i liked it a lot though at the time i have you know a lot has happened since then right someday the new inazuma 11 game might come out they've rebranded it like four times mm. so someday perhaps good luck yeah good luck with that mm-hmm. you're in a different place where you probably will not be streaming it uh, that often anymore yeah prob- probably not i told people that i would but mm-hmm. now it's like five years past that point right so i you know it's just a weird it's weird mm-hmm. it's weird uh you know what's also weird life is strange. life is strange 
Uh, Life is Strange versus Rock Band 4. Uh, I love the first Life is Strange. I, I, okay, Life is Strange is a better game than Rock Band 4. Yeah. But I think I like Rock Band 4 more. Oh no, I I would agree with that. I just I I have to say I like Life is Strange. Oh, it's like yeah, a, I mean, an, an adventure visual game thing, visual novel type thing. Like it, it uh, you know the, the time mechanic, the 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 time mechanic. I think is good. It works well and causes like stress and stuff. Like it, it works well. I like I like those episodes. I it goes weird places at the end of that man. I wouldn't even say the end of it. Remember? I think it was like at the end of episode three is when you go back in time and like save uh not is it Chloe? Yes it's Chloe yeah it, you save Chloe's dad from dying and then you find out that like Chloe you go back in time, you save her dad from dying, and then you then you go back to the future, and then you find out Chloe is now paralyzed, and I think that's the end of like three. Yeah, uh, and then a lot goes on in that fucking yes. game, man. And then like I think I want to say four is the one where like the teacher like kidnaps you. Yeah, it just, gets it goes places. Yes. That's all I know. Uh, I and i think of that like genre like that telltale genre they do it all, like better in some ways than like the telltale games mm-hmm. uh i really enjoy it i think they do a great job of just like they make oh god like you think about high schoolers and how you like i just don't want to interact with any of them mm-hmm. now think about like high schoolers going to a a, a private art school on the west coast and just like i i think they do a good job of just making those people just seem like the worst people on the planet. oh yeah absolutely um the only character that i end up liking is max uh in that game well i, I you yeah. know i think i like like max's mom i like her she's just like a hard-working mom yeah uh so, but what do you think here? Because I'm kind of torn. I don't know. We, I, 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 Rock Band Four is fine. Like, I do think Life is Strange is very good. But I mean, in terms of us, like as a, it, it, a podcast and a group, we played a lot more Rock Band yes. Four. It got a lot more use out of it. We but did play Life time, is Strange together did, as well. But like, life, but I, I had played it before that though. But also, like Life is Strange, like it's only. Sorry, I accidentally hit my mic as I was just like fucking oh, okay. flailing my arms around like a crazy. Yeah, you're just like, flailing around. <laughs> <laughs> They're different games. Like Rock Band is made to play a lot. Life is Strange is made to play like once, or at least once with a specific group, and then like again with like somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like I, I don't know if it's fair to, but at the same time, we we literally played Rock Band Four for a year. No, that's fine. I, we can say Rock Band Four. It's fine. Okay. I'll accept it. Okay. I, we, I I I'm a little sad that like Life is Strange is going out this early. I think it could have made it in. The I know it, it should it should have. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm sorry, Life is Strange. But like, you lost a Rock Band Four, so. Yeah. So yeah. Um. This is uh. I already know what's going to happen here. Monster Hunter Four Ultimate versus Rare Replay. I feel like we already talked about Rare Replay. We think it's awesome, but like, I'll let you do your thing with Monster, Monster Hunter Four Ultimate is so good. Mm-hmm. I just, it is pro- it is probably the best Monster Hunter game. I think you and I probably have very different feelings about 2015 as a whole. The 2015. Oh, I love. I love. I love 2015. Like I looked at my top 10 uh-huh. and like, I get it, Yeah, yeah. but I would, I could have made a top 20 dog. Right. 
Like I, yeah, 2015 was my jam. But no, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, like it, it's one. It was really the last time that me, Nukio, and Jumbo would like get together and stay up all night, right. and play a game. I mean, we did that with Monster Hunter World as well, just not like at, as often as we did with Monster well, Hunter also, Ultimate. Like, I assume you got you you got together in person as well and played like like in the yeah. same room where Monster Hunter World it, it like we just did it on the internet which is a different thing it's a different feeling yeah and monster hunter 4 ultimate i was when the new 3ds xl came out so with the little nub to use analog uh, analog uh, camera control i bought the monster hunter 4 ultimate new 3ds xl so i have the weird furry looking one mm-hmm. i actually just i had it a little bit earlier uh and like i that game had so much content in it that i didn't even get to do it all because eventually you had to like to get really far in the single player and i ended up like not being able to play the single player because whenever i was free i would be playing the multiplayer with nukio and jumbo so it got to a point where either we would have just had to stop or i would have had to be like okay guys I just have to play by myself now. <laughs> and so like, we just kind of fizzled out on that. And right. at that point we had played for like a bajillion. Hours. Yeah. Like you so can't it even, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. If you got your money's worth of that game. Oh, definitely. And it, it was awesome. And I, it's still to me, even though it's not technically true, it still feels like the one with the most content in it. Monster Hunter ultimate monster hunter generations. Ultimate literally has the most content, mm. but I didn't get as much into that one. So yeah, which, as i said this is a year for you and this is one of the best monster hunters especially at that time that probably was the best monster hunter at least oh what 100 yeah uh this next one is it's rough Uh, assassin's creed (laughs) syndicate versus undertale uh look i love assassin's creed syndicate i think it's the best assassin's creed game i love like london in that time period i that you get a grapple hook which just makes like climbing so much fun i i do like that it it's the last time it was just like this small intimate map because after that they started getting into like the rpgs and i also it was just like great bounce back after assassin's creed was it not rogue uh, which is the one in like during the french revolution unity 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 was a mess at the time this came out and was like good and back to assassin's creed i'm making all these arguments but i know it's not <laughs> i i just have to say this out loud every time you or mm-hmm. someone says i think this is the best assassin's creed my brain immediately wants to say out loud better than ghost of tsushima though uh, and i know that that's <laughs> i don't know why i think it's funny in my head and i think it every time someone says I, it. see like ghost of tsushima like is more in line with like odyssey assassin's creed yeah, odyssey, yeah, yeah. origin like they're just like so different like this is like the best like of the original like like of the original assassin's creed style i would even say black flag is probably more similar to like origins and odyssey mm. uh where this is just like a just it's just the city map uh also playing as evie fry with the cane and you just fuck people up man that combat is so much fun uh but as i said i'm not gonna argue i'm not gonna argue that it's better than undertale 
because uh, we would be here all night, and I don't think I right now am holding an Undertale pen that I have on my desk. I don't have an Assassin's Creed pen, but if I were to have like an Assassin's Creed trinket, it would probably be from Syndicate. So nice. Uh, but either way, I will, I will concede <laughs> and let uh, Undertale move ahead. So yes, uh, the next one. I only played the first episode of Tales from the Borderlands, mm-hmm. and I really liked it, yes. and I should have played the rest. I don't know why I didn't. Uh, and, the, and People say it's the best one, and it was the one that looked the best. I And it seemed like it was the best one. Best Telltale thing. Uh, yes, and uh, it, it, that's going up against Disgaea 5, Alliance of Vengeance. I don't really know anything about Disgaea 5, but I did play through all of Tales of from, from the Borderlands, and it is my favorite of the Telltale games. It's just, it's humor, it's it's funny, but it also does have like an engaging story, and the, the characters are very likable. Uh, it was it's to a point where they like the characters were well liked and they were actually moved over into uh, Borderlands Three, which I know you didn't care for Borderlands Three and a lot of people didn't care, no. but like I do think it speaks volumes to like at least this game that like that those characters became canonical. So yeah, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Disgaea Five is uh, I like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Six I did not. Um, I don't know. It was the la- it was the last Disgaea game that I went super hard in. Um, it like was for PS4, so they were able to make the numbers bigger than ever before, mm-hmm. uh, and that was really cool. But like, I don't know. At, by Disgaea Four, it was one of those things where it's just like I will play the rest of these no matter what because I like them. Not and they don't necessarily get like better or like evolve very much. I, I do think that the like actual story characters in Disgaea Five uh, I liked a lot, but boy, the plot really dragged, and I wanted it to be over so bad. I, usually for Disgaea games, I want to get to the post game because that's the most fun part, where you just like grind and see ridiculous numbers and shit. Um, but yeah, the the fucking plot, dude, and it was excruciating. And I streamed a lot of me playing that plot so people know um so i mean like i'm fine with tales from the borderlands uh being better than that because i mean okay whatever yeah i i really like uh i really like it and i'm happy to to see that move along so cool yeah we'll move uh tales from the borderlands along uh fallout 4 first uh super mario maker I'm not a big Bethesda guy i know you did not like fallout 4. i could not stand fallout 4 so uh I mean, do you want to go into it or do we want to just move Super Mario Maker? No, I mean, it's just like it broke for me in spectacular fashion so that I like couldn't keep playing or I would basically have to go back hours of what I had done. Which and I just it's important to note you were playing on the PS4, which the conversations yeah. were like especially broken. Yeah. And I just like I also don't find the like gray brown wasteland aesthetic pleasing mm-hmm. at all. And I, I don't like the like. 1920s 30s era aesthetic of fallout either so like fallout is not for me and right. i admit that but super mario maker's fucking cool so so um so we'll move uh super mario maker ahead so uh game of thrones which is the other telltale game that came out this year uh and uh ori in the blind forest uh i played through game of thrones i actually then we played through it again and we played through it yeah so uh, I, it's enjoyable 
Yeah. Uh, but it is not going to uh, hold hold a candle to Ori in the Blind Forest. For it me. sure isn't. Uh, Ori, it's just even even today, Ori's still a beautiful game, and probably like if we're just talking just aesthetic, it's probably the best looking game. It, like it is aged the best of any game. Uh, just 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 the visual style uh mm-hmm. the music is fantastic and I, I love the escape sequences i know this game was very difficult for a lot of people but like for me it just clicked and i loved it uh the combat is not great and they improved upon that a lot in the the sequel but even then it is a fantastic platformer it's a great metroidvania uh and i'm definitely gonna push uh ori in the blind forest ahead so sure I don't think you're going to argue against that. I am not. Uh, the next one, uh, Legend of Zelda, Triforce Heroes versus The Witcher 3 of the Wild Hunt. Uh, I did not play this Zelda game. It okay. was for the 3DS. I know that it was like the one where you like stack links. Mm-hmm. Up. Um, and it seemed really cool, actually. Uh, but I did not play it and i did play about nine trillion hours of the witcher 3 so i will say that yeah so all right the witcher 3 moves ahead uh forza horizon 2 presents fast and furious versus until dawn Uh, i just so i just wanted uh, to bring up the fact that forza horizon 2 did do a fast and furious (laughs) spin spin off uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, Ludacris was the narrator. It was just, it was literally just Forza Horizon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with Ludacris talking to you occasionally. Uh, where Until Dawn, I, they actually did it. I, I think they, oh, yeah. they did a great job of taking like that teenage horror, like, uh, uh, like genre, the, the movie genre, and like converted it into a like video game and made it work. Uh, they basically made a good David Cage game as well. I I think until dawn, it, it should move ahead. Uh, and not even like if this was going up against like a better game, I do think very highly of until dawn. I know you didn't. Yeah, I want I want to play it mm-hmm. very badly. I think I'm going to. I think uh, it's a game leading like, up to Halloween. I think it would be a, a game to play with like a girlfriend, and it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to play until dawn, and I watched people play through the quarry to get the worst mm. ending and i want to see the good ending of that game as well so and it, it, it is one of those things where it has a lot of recognizable faces mm-hmm. uh, it is interesting to to play it and be like oh i recognize more than half of these people so yeah i don't know how they got all those actors but they were able to get them so mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> next up is a uh, trails of cold steel versus uh, rise of the tomb raider how do you how do you feel about Rise of the Tomb Raider? I think very highly of Rise of the Tomb Raider. I assume you think very highly of Trails. Uh I do. I didn't play it in 2015, but that is when it, it came out. I uh I played through it because Nukio said I have to have another human being who played this. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I played through it on my Vita TV. I played Rise of the Tomb Raider in 2016 because that's when it came to PlayStation 4, if you remember. Dang, well, I bought a Vita TV to play Trails no. of Cold Steel. <laughs> uh, and the Vita TV sucks ass. I did not buy an Xbox to play Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm, see? I, yeah. uh, Trails of Cold Steel is an amazing JRPG okay. that has a wild ending 
And then I didn't like the second game as much, and I extra didn't like the third game as much. Mm. So that first game I will always have a special place in my heart for, and someday someone's going to force me to play the fourth one, and I do not especially look forward to it. But it does end the saga mm-hmm. that I started in Trails of Cold Steel. It is it is very good. It like has the persona like you're going to school doing social linky stuff and the battle system is uh fun and turn-based but also your position matters uh on the field and things like that uh it's very good and it has a lot going on there's a lot of stuff that you could miss so you gotta really try to do as much as you can each day um but it it also like tackles subjects and like does characterization that I, J, I find a lot of JRPGs and video games just have trouble doing like it does a very good job of creating a lived in world where there's like all these different countries and like they really make you understand how war is affecting this place and things like that. Um, it is very cool, but I like I he really liked Rise of the Tomb Raider as well. Like I don't have a particular passion for Trails of Cold Steel to move up here. I just it, it was good. I, I, I do want to say with Rise of the Tomb Raider, one of the things that it does is I wish more games would do this. It's a linear game, but then in these like as you're kind of progressing through the story, there are these like small pockets of just like open areas. So it's not just like this huge open world. It's sort of like God of War. I, I was going to say it, it's very similar to God of War, which I think Corey Barlog left Sony Santa Monica, worked on this game and then went back to Sony Santa Monica. No, I'm almost positive. He was like, he was a, a high up uh, in, uh, in this game. Uh, I also, it's just uncharted with a bow but it's so much fun to use the bow as well um i i the first the first one of this rebooted series like it didn't quite nail what they were going for uh they did they nailed it with this one and then they they fumbled it with the final one uh i i do want to he did okay i'm sorry he did work on the 2013 tomb raider it wasn't this one uh but i did he uh I think we both probably oh God, this is hard. I I would say like our passions are probably pretty equal here. I would be okay with moving tra- Trails of Cold Steel. I think one of our listeners, Andrew Nukio, would be very upset <laughs> if uh, uh, if Trails of Cold Steel. That's probably true. But remember, Tomb Raider had tress effects on PC, so her hair looked sick. Uh, that is true. Um, that is that is true. And. and it is interesting to look at this game and then play Uncharted 4 and see what Uncharted 4 pulled. And it, it definitely, like, I, it is interesting to see those two franchises. They are pulling from each other and they were kind of pushing each other and making each other better. Uh, but as I don't have the burning passion for Rise of the Tomb Raider as I do for, like, even just, uh, like, Uncharted, the series. So, like, if you feel better about Trails of Cold Steel, I, I'm okay with it. So yeah, I, we we can say that. I guess I yeah. Okay. I so we'll, really. we'll, I, I think our passions are similar. So uh, at least this way, Nukio won't be texting me, harassing me. So okay. Uh, the next matchup: uh, Mortal Kombat X versus Halo Five. I did not play Halo Five. I I did play Halo Five, and uh, controversial opinion: it is my favorite Halo game. Oh, that is very. <laughs> Just because it does, it's the one that does not play like Halo. Uh, mm. 
but I think Mortal Kombat X just just for the story mode alone, it's so much fun. Uh, the story mode was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't have a burning passion for either of these games, but I will say I I enjoyed watching Mortal Kombat X competitive, like watching competitive, watching it played competitively. But then I also enjoyed the story mode and just kind of playing it uh, online. Some was fun where Halo 5, even though I do think it's my favorite Halo game, I that's not really a glowing endorsement because I don't really like Halo. So Yeah. Uh I I for for us, I think Mortal Kombat should move ahead. Sure. Uh it does disappoint me because I think uh I I shouldn't just say I think Rise of the Tomb Raider would have beaten both of these, but then we would be in the same predictive predicament in the next round so who cares yeah uh uh, persona 4 dancing all night that is such a manny game uh versus steamworld heist uh that is a me game so i will say that steamworld heist wins this okay Uh, i just persona persona 4 dancing all night um it's fine it's it's good i liked it it was a video game one of the few like Vita exclusives. It's it's a Persona Four rhythm game, mm-hmm. um, and it had a weird visual novel story mode that was a sequel to Persona Four. Holy shit, does that go on way too long? And there is way too much dialogue in a way that was like, what the fuck is happening here? Uh, but the rhythm game portion is fun, uh, and it is fun enough that I got the platinum in the Persona Three and could get it in the Persona Five. Uh, games of the same ilk as this uh, and this got re-released you can buy it digitally for ps4 up now so it's not trapped on the vita but it was at the time um it, it was good and fun and it's like interesting to see them all in their dancey clothes and do weird dance animations but it's like it's fine whereas like steam world heist i think i would really like if i played it mm-hmm. and i just like steam world games so yeah yes i uh, and- I don't think it's nearly as good as Steamworld Dig, but I think you would enjoy Steamworld Heist more. Oh, yeah. I think I would, too. All right. Steamworld Heist moves along. Uh, now we got a Nintendo showdown. Yoshi's Worldly World, which is one of my, like, aesthetically one of my favorite games, probably on the Wii U, uh, versus Splatoon. Um, I like Yoshi's Worldly World. It's cute, but it's not beating Splatoon. No, Splatoon. I God, Yoshi's Woolly World. I feel like it has so much potential. Like I don't. Uh... I, I I can tell you what the issue is. Like they Kirby fight it. They made. They did. They made Yoshi like a baby, like for babies. He's he for babies. So it, so it's just like it's not a fun platformer. No, but like the whole aesthetic, like yeah. it's so cute. I love Yarn exactly. Yoshi. He's, you, my, he's my guy. It is the best amiibo. It's so good. The blue one is so good. It's so good. It, the, I will also the pink one and the green one are also very good. But, but like, come a, on, man. The blue one's great. It's yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it still makes me disappointed mm-hmm. thinking about Yoshi's Woolly World. Mm-hmm. Bummer. But hey, I still like looking at it. Yeah. Uh, Downwell versus uh, Uniel. Uh, Downwell. I, I know you're not a huge anime fighting game guy. I did have fun with Uniel, though. It is good. Downwell always costs five bucks or less. Mm-hmm. And it is a roguelike. 
And it is one of the few roguelikes where you don't really unlock anything like Spelunky that I think is so fucking sick. You play as a man who their pet falls down a well and then you jump down after it, except that the well is infinitely long and you can shoot bullets from your leg and uh, you can like do sick combos and you shoot stuff and you unlock other gun upgrades and you fall through the well and it's crazy. Uh, one of my favorite giant bomb videos of all time is Mary Kish trying to show it off on Unprofessional Friday and then accidentally beating it because <laughs> she goes on a really good run. And I love that whole video. Uh and yeah, I love Downwell. I played it a lot on the Vita. I also played it a lot on PS4. It is very cool. And I can't think of the gentleman's name who made it, but like Japan wasn't and still is not always very into indie development, but uh, the dude was like really pushing it at Bit Summit and stuff. Um, and he just like was like, I want to make a game that's fun and like has a very low resolution visual aesthetic. And yeah, Downwell's very cool. I never beat it personally. I was never good enough, but it. I love watching people play it, and I, the act of playing it is very fun for sure. Also on Steam, it's three dollars. So. Yeah, I was gonna say like it started off at five dollars right. maximum, and now like it's on sale all the time, which I think is funny because like on sale from five dollars, it's not even on sale. It's just permanently three dollars. Oh, now it is okay. Yeah, I I know that like every time there's a Steam sale, it's like ninety nine cents and <laughs> shit. It's always very cheap on PlayStation Network. It's very cool. Uh, I think it came to Switch as well, uh, but yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it could, Downwell's very cool. it could run on anything. Oh, it could run on anything. But yeah, Downwell's a very cool game. Mm-hmm. So we'll move Downwell ahead. Uh, Mario Party 10 versus N++. And this, these are the last two games. Uh, so. Mario Party 10 was fun because you could play that weird Bowser mode. Yeah. So you where you could, draw, you could draw dicks and stuff. Uh, N++ is a very good platformer. <laughs> We played that, and it's like, we played like a competitive, right? We did. You can play it versus, and so it's like whoever wins the stage first, I believe. Yes, whoever wins. like finishes uh, first. Yeah, and it has like a quadrillion stages, and they're all very, they gets progressively more difficult. N Plus was one of the first like very successful. Um, did they make uh, an Xbox N- Live Arcade games? Did they make an N Plus Plus Plus? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think they they did. I think they did another like an upgraded release of N plus plus. It came out on yeah N plus plus Ultimate Edition came out mm. on Switch in 2018. I don't know if that actually added anything. Um, but yeah, no N plus plus is very cool and like it, another game like Downwell that is a very like minimalist presentation. Uh, yes, and I, I just remember at this time period, it, it oh, it seems like it was a PlayStation Four exclusive initially. That's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, because it was they were like trying to do their uh, like Xbox Live Summer thing, mm-hmm. but uh, PlayStation. As with with platformers, it all comes down to how does it feel, and it feels good to play. Wow, that's really weird. It came out in Japan four years after. It didn't come out in Japan until 2019. Oh, wow. <coughs> I'm but it came out in North America and Europe one day apart in 2015. That's weird. Mario Party 10, you are still in the car, right? Yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah, let's for that reason, let's, <laughs> nope. Down with the car, boo! 
It's still better than is it eight? Eight's the one on the Wii that is that's so fucking painfully slow. Uh, but I'm willing to say like N plus plus is a better video game. Yeah, I will say that. Uh, as soon as uh. Okay, there we go. That is updated. So now we've gone through all the games. We are in round three, which is, I believe, the top 16. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So uh, this should this usually goes a lot faster after we've talked about every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 versus Bloodborne. Let's just move Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid, Solid 5 because I don't like Bloodborne that much. Uh, Rock Band 4 versus Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Ah, see, I don't know. We can. Do you want to say Rock Band Four? I just, I, I mean, Monster Hunter Four Ultimate is like a better game. I was gonna overall, say like, but like, are, is this like what's the better game, or which one did we as a whole enjoy better? Yeah, I I, like we don't really have a good rule. We just kind of like on no, the fly. Yeah. We're just like I don't know who has the better passion for. See, like for me, it's like. I like Rock Band because it was just a fun facilitator for like us to hang out. It was. I mean, Monster Hunter Four was that for me too, exactly. with a different group of people. So like, I yeah, I, I don't I really know. I, I mean, like, I have equal passion for both of these. I think theory, Monster Hunter so is like, a better uh, game, so let's move that ahead. Okay. Because like, I, I because like at least Monster Hunter, we can say like that was unequivocally the best monster hunter when that was released we cannot yeah. say that about rock band 4 we cannot say that about rock band <laughs> so i'm okay with uh moving that uh monster hunter ahead god just thinking about how so fucked up some of it was mm-hmm. is still crazy like i oh man uh undertale versus tales from the borderlands i like tales from the borderlands but it's not going to be an undertale i i will i will say undertale here for sure uh, Super Mar- oh god, Super Mario Maker versus Ori in the Blind Forest. These are probably two of my bigger passion ones. Yeah, so I I'm curious to what you think here. Like I I'd personally, been, I didn't end up finishing Ori, so like I can't really. For me, it's Ori. I okay. I have way more passion for Ori than I do Mario Maker. Okay. I also do want to mention. Uh, oh god, what is what was the other Metroidvania that came out this year in 2015? Mm. Uh, it was the one that was very similar to Metroid. Oh, Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge. I didn't put it on this list because you didn't play it and I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't play that first one. And you didn't like the second one, so. No, it was very not my favorite. I think you would like Axiom Verge, but. Yeah, with the guns, it would have been a lot better. Uh, I I, it, I just didn't. I do want to mention, like, it does exist. I didn't like it. Manny didn't play it. So there's, it just didn't seem like a point to put it on here. So, yeah. Uh, Until Dawn, I really enjoy, but it's not going to beat The Witcher 3. No. The the Witcher 3 is so. 2015, as we said, as I mentioned earlier, it's Manny's year. So, like. this, Even thinking about it now, like if I had played Trails of Cold Steel during that year and a couple of these other games, it would have been like. Ooh. Even then, like you can just you can just look at these games and just go like, man, we need another year like 2015. I know I'm ready. Uh, but Trails of Cold Steel versus Mortal Kombat X. Trails of Cold Steel. Is I, sure. I, I don't care enough about Mortal Kombat right. X. I didn't like a lot of those characters they added, so I don't know. 
Uh, this next one, Steamworld Heist versus Splatoon. I'm going to push Steamworld Heist here. Okay. I, I, I didn't get into Splatoon. Like, Splatoon 3 is finally the time that I'm getting into Splatoon. And I don't yeah. think you were as... Like, I think you appreciated what Splatoon was, but... No, I yeah, like, I bought it because I, like, had to know. Right. And I, Jumbo ended up playing my copy more than I did. And I just, like, liked watching him and seeing it more than I liked playing it, for sure. Uh, so, uh, where I really did enjoy my time with uh, Steamworld Heist, so... Yeah. Uh, Di- Downwell versus N++, it's going to be Downwell. Yeah, I would say Downwell. So, all right, so now we are officially in the top eight. Damn, the bottom of the bracket got weird. It, all right. Uh, it did but you know i really do like steamworld heist i would probably no i know i'm just saying it's like weird that those somehow yes. those games came against each other and i, I wish rise of the tomb raider or uh you know uh assassin's creed syndicate could have been at the bottom to but yeah never that's how these brackets work remember last time or remember that one time when we did ori and it got knocked out in the first round because it went up against something yeah devastating so yeah i don't know uh but anyway now you have to choose between metal gear solid 5 and monster hunter 4 uh i would say metal gear solid 5 because uh, i don't know i still just like thinking about the things you can do in that game blow my mind Mm -hmm. every time i think about it so all right uh the next one is undertale versus ori in the blind forest uh i like ori but the sequel is it just it's so much better it makes going back to the original ori a little tough it makes me want i want to play the sequel to that and i this coming year i'm gonna make an effort to play more games that i did not play Mm. that did not come out this you know that didn't come out 2023 or whatever so that will be high on my list i think because i you have always talked very highly about it, and I wanted to play it at the time as well. I so think like, because you liked Hollow Knight, that will make you like Ori. Oh, like yeah. I, and just even seeing gameplay right. of that game was like, hell yeah. So, uh, but I'm willing to concede and say, under because I you have a bigger passion for Undertale than I do Ori in the Blind Forest. So. I do. Because I, I think like... There's a couple games here that were like in your top 10 of all time. Uh, yes, Undertale and the Witcher. Witcher. And I assume like if you made like a top 20, top 15, Metal Gear Solid 5 would probably come close. Probably. I also, for several of these games, I have contemplated getting tattoos of them. So cool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so this is this is Manny's list. Uh, <laughs> The website challenge is being weird. It's not letting me click on this. Okay, there we go. Uh, the Witcher 3 versus Trails of Cold Steel. I'm sorry to Trails of Cold Steel, but it's, I love The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. More as so as we that. mentioned, two of the two of these games were in Manny's top 10 of all time. I cannot say that about any of these games. Well, you know, Syndicate's probably like top 20 for me, so, but okay. still. Uh, Steamworld Heist first down well. <coughs> I like Steamworld Heist. Sure, we, I mean we can say Steamworld Heist. Okay. I, I like I like down well a lot. Um, I just the, it's a small weird little game, yes. and I think it's cool that that's mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm happy Steamworld Heist made it in the top four. It did top four. Top Get four. it? That's awesome. Uh, so uh, we'll move into the top four: Metal Gear Solid Five versus Undertale. 
Uh, I will say Undertale. Undertale. Congratulations, Toby Fox. And then uh, The Witcher 3 versus SteamWorld Heist. It's The Witcher 3. I will say The Witcher 3. Uh, And then you get to pick the final. So I I thought about this beforehand Mm. because in my top 10, Undertale was my game of the year and The Witcher 3 was not. I now, in retrospect, I think I like The Witcher 3 more overall. Okay. As time has gone on, I think Undertale is really cool and I like what it does. The Witcher 3 is just so like... It changed like uh, open world games for you it like oh yeah and there's like there's like a denseness to it as well and then like also if then you not just the witcher 3 but you think about like the blood and wine expansion and uh whatever the hearts of stone fucking incredible shit two of the best like downloadable expansion things of all time period um so i would say the witcher 3 i just wish i liked playing it no, I know, and that's fair. I'd like that's when when people are like, "Oh, I don't like playing this." Mm-hmm. I I can never tell someone like, "Oh, you just got to like force yourself through right. it." Because if you don't like playing a fucking video game, don't stop doing it. It's like torturous otherwise. Yeah, like I I I just wish I liked the combat more. I wish it just like it felt better to swing the sword. Yeah. Like there And I I get that. There's just something like it just doesn't I had the same issue with Skyrim, to be honest. Like, it just didn't feel good to swing the sword. First person melee combat is always wack as hell to me. So, like, I I can never defend the Elder Scrolls combat. People try to be like, oh, it's actually good, though. And I'm like, is it? Because, like, I love those games, but is is it good? I don't think so. Whereas, like, no, The Witcher 3, I will defend to the death. But whenever someone is like, yeah, I don't think the combat's very good. Mm -hmm. I can't be like no and like it 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 is not very good i i that is the weakest part of it for me i also like uh, the other big thing is just like the movement like Geralt's like movement it was very plotting it was very slow Uh, it reminds me a lot of red dead redemption 2 holy fuck red dead 2 yeah which like i also didn't like red dead 2 for that reason like for me like if i'm playing an open world game especially i want like a fun combat and I want like fun mobility and like The Witcher Three. It's all about story. Yeah, it's, to me, and like I also The Witcher Three. I think really shines in the harder difficulties with mm-hmm. its combat. And I also I hate when people use that as an excuse. Right. Like it's the same reason that I get mad every time someone says Kingdom Hearts Two as like the best combat <laughs> system of all time, and they're like, "Well, you just didn't have to use all the tools because you didn't play on the hardest difficulty." And it's like, man, if fucking the game isn't as good when you're not playing it on the hardest difficulty, then what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. So I yeah I I feel that. Right. Where I think like I think combat should be fun at any difficulty. No, I guess 100%. And if you want to like have it so that it's it's deeper, of right. course at a higher level difficulty, that makes sense, but like when you're like, well you can't like truly experience it and it's not really good until that point. It's like then what the, it was fucking designed poorly then, wasn't right, it? Right. Hey, because Bayonetta, it's fun pretty much at any It's level. always fun. Yes. Mash that shit. It's Which, fine. in fairness, like The Witcher Three, like they focused on the story. Bayonetta, they focused on the combat. So like, exactly, yeah, it's a totally. It's different, a completely different thing. Apples to oranges, yeah. but I, I get, I get what you're, yes. what you're saying. Yeah, and yeah. at the end of the day, video games are video games. Play what you enjoy. For me, like, I this is where you and I are so different. Like, I'm always going to be gameplay over story, and you're usually going to be story over gameplay. 
Yeah, like I will put up with gameplay that I don't really like that right. much if the story is sick, right. which is to my own detriment. Uh, where like if I'm not enjoying playing it, like I have a really hard time getting through it. Sometimes like Death Stranding, I hate the story and the gameplay, and yet I still for some reason decide to force myself through the whole fucking game. Instead of playing like Ori or any of the other great games. Any of the other games that were great then, and I played fucking Death Stranding. I can never get that time back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I still I think about it. It makes me so mad. I can't believe I played that game. And then the people had the audacity to be like, well, you should play it again because the director's cut. I was like, I will never fucking play this game. Get out of here with your director's cut bullshit. No. I don't give a shit that they added a weird cart racing mini game. Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, They're going to make a sequel to that game. Ah! <laughs> Anyways, The Witcher 3. Yeah, The Witcher 3, Witcher 3. under... Just, I mean, just like really look at this year and like, I'm sure that makes you happy. So, oh, it does. I love 2015. You know, what? Um, the year that I love is 2009. I'm very excited for that bracket. So it's like, it's also one of those things where like 2015 made me realize, like, I always thought that like my top 10 games of all time would be like games that were older. Right. And then it was like, oh, no, I would have two of these games be my top 10 games of all time. No questions asked. And it was like, OK, I can still truly love a video game. There's room in my heart. And then Breath of the Wild came out a few years later. And you're like, I oh. know. And like uh, Night in the Woods as well. So like it's one of those things where I. Yeah, I don't know. I still I have so much room in my heart, you know, mm-hmm. for new video games. They just got to hit you right. Right. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, when they come out, because like I bet like 10 to 12 year old Manny would not appreciate night in the woods as much as you know, you didn't. Oh no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that'll do it for mm-hmm. us here. Um, the part three, finally we've done one. Finally. Yes. Uh, I don't know next week cause I believe you're moving. I am. I don't know. I'll figure, we'll figure it out right. as time goes on. I mean, we're going to still record the podcast Friday, but I'll, yes, I don't, I don't know. Depends. Uh, as as we keep saying this year, so many life changes for. The- yeah, there's a lot of life changes going. On. I don't fucking know what's happening. Yes, I mean we we need to figure out what's going to happen for uh, extra life, which is a couple weeks away. Yeah, uh, so I have no idea. So we're we're on the fly. We're just kind of we're just trying to do this podcast because, like, for for you and me, it's like it's the way we connect and the way we talk and just kind of interact with each other. So yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, but hey, yeah, video well, games continue to be cool. I'm so excited about the next, like, basically until, like, the end of the year with all the video games coming out. So, yeah, I, I am as well. Um, so, yeah, with that, mm-hmm. we'll call it an episode. As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band, and you should check them out. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Yeah.